Welcome to Love Talk, Love Talk for Everyday People. I am your host, Tracy J. Hines, and with me today, I have my girl, Terry Saleh. Hey, Terry, what's going on? Hi, Tracy. How are you? I am doing well. I am doing well. You know, um, earlier we had a good conversation, and today I just want to get to this one. I have a guest today, uh, a young man that I met at uh, a company that drives for a living. I guess we're going to keep that anonymous for now. (laughs) And we had a conversation a while back, and we were talking about guys and girls and women and men and how we relate to one another and what relationships are all about. And the conversation that we had was really pretty good, and it led me to ask this gentleman if he would come and do my show. So I'm going to just let him speak. If he wants to introduce himself, he can, and um, we'll just see what's going on. How are you doing today? Uh, I'm pretty good. How's it going? I uh, want to say thank you for bringing me on your show today, and I hope I can give some uh, good insight on how I've been in my relationship and where I tend to go in the future with it. Okay, so what is your relationship status today? My relationship status is I'm currently in a relationship with my girlfriend. We've been together since high school. So um, I don't know about the math, but I guess you could say about roughly like 13 years. Um, Soon to be wife, I've just been taking my time. I guess we can get into that later. But uh, other than that, that's about it. So from high school, off and on, or you've been a constant, this is your girl, he's my guy, and we're together, and no one else did you date in between? Uh, I didn't do any dating in between. It was, I believe I met her senior year. So from senior year up to now, yeah, we've been together, no on and off, 100% together. Can I ask how old you are now? I am 32 now. Okay. Okay, this is a unique um, scenario. There's not many guys that are, um, I should say, as focused as you are, but I'm curious to know, how come you're not married yet? I guess there's, uh, I guess some type of a rush, but the way I felt, um, I just started, I've been with the company for about four years now, the past September, and I felt like I wasn't in a rush to get put down yet. I'm like, I want to still go out, explore, you know, do a little bit of traveling. I know I can do that as a married couple, but uh, I guess I just haven't really seen, like, the, how do you say, um, the force to do it, like, right now, right now, right now. All A couple of my buddies, they've been married. Some of them, they have kids. But uh, a lot of people say, you know, if you're not ready, don't force anything. Everything will fall into its place. There's a time for everything. So that's kind of, like, where I'm at right now. So there's no pressure from her, right? There's no pressure from her. You know, if you don't marry me by whatever year, I'm out. She's just no. But I, I, we've gone out on several, you know, um, outings with other couples. Some that may be married, some that are not. And they'll ask her the question, "Hey, how long have you guys been together? And are you not pressuring him?" She's the type of female who's kind of laid back a little bit, a little bit nonchalant. So she really is not gonna come up and say, "Hey, listen, you need to marry me by this time, or I'm gone." She pretty much knows that, you know, I've been here long enough with you, a steady relationship. I'm not going anywhere. I haven't given you any reason to doubt me. So I don't see why, you know, you wait so long to put the ring on. That's pretty much like how her state of mind is. Whether she um, says it to me out or whether she just keeps it to herself. But I've heard, you know, maybe she's had a couple conversations with some females and some guys, and I've gotten a little bit of kickback. So that's kind of how like, I know, like, where her mind is a little bit. So what changed? 
Hi, this is Terry. What changed where now you've decided you want to get married? Uh, my sister's talked to me a little bit. My dad's come to me and say, hey, Noel, do you think she's the one? And my sister's like, well, hey, you know, if you figure she meets all your the criteria and you got you and her can live together in you know, the right environment not have any issues, um, I guess why wait? You know, why not go ahead and just go ahead and do it? Right. So, so I you guess, already proposed, and she has the ring. Not yet. No, that's that. That's a surprise. That I, I had to. I was made an offer was put on the table that she had to have it before the year was up. So that is my duty before this year is up. Oh, so she is expecting something by the end of the yes. year. Yes. Yeah, she okay. she will be expecting something at the end of the year. Plus, I know it also. So what, happens, uh, what happens if you don't fulfill your your duty or your obligation? I mean, what changes in your relationship if you don't, you know, propose that she doesn't have a ring by the end of the year? It might be a little tension. I mean, not as much tension, but I'm pretty sure, you know, it's it's like it's in the back of her mind. So she'd be like, I can't believe this guy didn't come through. But I know he's here for me. But what's stopping you from putting the ring on? And I don't know. I I plan to, you know, fulfill that. I just don't want to, because she's in the air, I just want to give her a specific date. But, yeah, I plan to. Because we've been together long enough. 13 years, I just, um, it's not a burden to be tied down, but I just felt like, as everybody talks today, um, I think I was listening to somebody on the radio, or no, I think I was listening to Tracy's conversation when she said she looked up the word love in the dictionary. What I explained to my girlfriend is, at the end of the day, I feel like it's just a contract. I understand you come before, you know, God, and, you know, you put the ring on and everything else. Technically, what do you really need a ring for? That's, to me, that's like symbolism. You really don't need a ring. You know I love you. You know, tattoos don't really need anything. My emotions show enough. Um, because when we do get married, you sign my name, we sign our names together, so everything, you know, we do as a collective, as a group. Um, there are some benefits, as you say, like when you guys maybe want to get purchased a house, things of that nature. Um, Medicaid, you know, medical, in case I was getting into an accident, like a friend of mine, um, she really couldn't find her boyfriend because, you know, she wasn't married. So it was a little bit harder to, to do that. So I understand. Let me yeah, it ask has, you this. Yeah. Let, let me ask you this. At what point during these 13 years did it dawn on you that oh, she's the one? You know, and and was there something that happened in 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 your life or in her life that said, you know, I'm no longer looking. I found her. She's the one. This is the one I'm going to be married to. What 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 clicks? Actually, that pretty much clicked. Maybe it's hard to say. Maybe like three or four years ago. Because, you know, it's hard to, you know, find a relationship these days and find somebody who, you know, be faithful, clean, you go out, have fun. Like, I have my cell phone, we have trust. She does, I don't go through her phone, she doesn't go through mine, we have trust. So I had to make sure, you know, her head game was right. And then, you know, also financials also do play a role because that's like one of the leading causes of uh, breakups, you know, when you move out is finances. So I wanted to make sure my finances were um, stable and that I'm able to take care of myself and you at the same time. Because if I can't take care of myself, there's no way for me to take care of somebody else. So, um, like I said, after I got this job, I've been pretty stable for four years, and I wanted to make sure, you know, because we were coming back from a rough economy. So I wanted to make sure that I was stable and then I could take care of somebody. So that's kind of like what gave me the ultimate, okay, all right, let's go ahead and do this. And do you think that is what keeps a lot of young men in their 20s and 30s from marrying sooner, they haven't, they don't feel like financially they're ready, or they don't feel like they found somebody that they can trust 
that has, as you said, their head game together. What do you think it is that keeps um, young men from marrying sooner? I'll be honest. I am a guy myself. It's um, it's kind of hard because even today you still have older guys who still look at women. It's how we're wired up and it's how we're built. I believe it's up to the individual to determine that he himself can be faithful to this one person. I've done it. It's not hard. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of women that are walking around every day, and, you know, we all get pictures in our heads just as women do get pictures and thoughts in their heads. But, you know, you just have to know within yourself, yo, I know what I have at home is everything I want that I'm looking for. So with the younger guys, they kind of want to have some people say um, they want to have fun. So they don't want to be tied down to one girl. And they just want to explore everything that has to offer first, and then they can possibly make the decision. And then you have some guys who I've seen who are older, like um, certain ethnic groups that um, I've been with my girlfriend, and they tell me, yo, man, you know, just go ahead and, you know, take it out one time and do this and do that. I'm like, yeah, but look where you are at your age, and you're still divorced. So I have two or three girlfriends. I was like, at the end of the day, nobody wants to be like that. Because at, at the end of the day, you're always going to end up by yourself, unless the woman that you're with accepts you know, you who for you are. So it has nothing to do with money and trying, because a lot of times I, I'm thinking, oh, he's trying to make sure, or I've heard, he's saying, well, I got to get my finances finances together before I settle down. So is that not really a, a, a factor? It, it does, because, you know, the, it, it plays a factor. As like, I would say it's like a combination of both, you know, um, being secure in a relationship and national financial status. Because a lot of my guys, like a friend of mine who I was trying to get, you know, a job, he and his girlfriend, sometimes they butt heads. Oh, who's paying this? Who's paying that? Like, he wants to buy something for his car, which is his side toy. Like, it's what I have. But I make sure I put enough money aside to take care of the rent where I live and make sure everything is good before I go ahead and dip into my pocket and, you know, pay for my toy. So, yeah, the finances mm-hmm. kind of do play a role a little bit. Usually, when I talk to a lot of older women, they usually say the guy is supposed to take care of the women. When we go out to dinner, you know, they kind of take care of the check. You know, it's like traditional. But these days, right. it's, 27, it's 2017, everything's 50-50, but, like, when you're going out on a dinner or if you're going on a date, it's always traditional, I think, that the guy should pay. So guys still think traditionally like that. They still think they're supposed to take care of the bills most of the time? It depends. It's got, all right, I can also say, I can, I'm going to add this as well. I grew up in a household where my mom and my dad, they, they're still married. So when I was born... They were married, and now they're still married. So I guess I got, you know, the side from my mom, and I got the side from my dad, you know, how to treat women and vice versa. So I'm not mm-hmm. saying that the guys who don't have fathers, that's how they turn up. But I'm just saying from my perspective, I got to see both sides of it, which I think, you know, in most relations today, most of the guys, most of them are missing. So it's kind of like on the mom to train the guy, and you know what I'm saying? And then they'll get the, the man side from maybe friends, and they see how many girlfriends they have or their fathers. So... It's kind of hard to say, you know. Right, right. So are you and your soon-to-be wife or fiancé living together? Yes, we are living together currently. So you share, and right now you share expenses. It's a 50-50 kind of an arrangement. Yes, it's 50-50. I should ask her if it really is 50-50, but I'll say on the record, uh, it's since I make more, I pay more of the bills, which is not a burden. Um, she has two jobs, so she works, but, you know, she contributes. Okay. All right. This is interesting, you know, because most guys that I talk to, um, 
don't have the same scenario that you have. Most guys that I talk to, they find it hard-pressed to settle down. You know, they're, they're, not, they're looking, they're dating, or they're just interested in meeting other women because of, I, I think it's fear that they're going to miss out on something. Yes. You know, and, and I can understand that, but I'm trying to understand how you came to get where you are. You know, is it something in you or was it something in your girl, you know, I, that, that brought you to this, this place? I would say it's something in me. Uh, since this is real talk, I've known a lot of guys. I've talked to some guys and they're like, oh, well, they've had, you know, an, an STD or they've had, you know, the clap or crap, whatever different names they have out there. And I was the type of person, I was like, you know what, I kind of don't want to get that. So, and the only way to kind of stay away from that is not to have as many sexual partners as possible. A lot of people would be surprised. They they probably would. As a guy my age, they'd probably be surprised how many sexual partners I've had. Probably count them on my hand. But uh, it's not a big deal to me. Um, but that's kind of one thing. But like I said, mine, my mind does still wander from time to time. But when you think about what you have at home, what you're coming home to, you're like, okay, well, it brings you back to sanity. All right. I'm just going to take a minute. I have two co-hosts, and you met Terry, and uh, my other co-host is Leslie, who is in both, uh, Maryland this weekend. So she just joined the conference call. Leslie, meet my friend. He's not giving up his name. So um, he's just my friend that agreed to talk about his uh, relationship with his soon-to-be fiancé. Just to give you What's a little up, friend? How's it going? How's it going? Everything's great. That's good. How's it up there? Just to give you a little history. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was asking her, how is how it, it up there in Baltimore? Baltimore as well. That's good. No complaints. Just to give you a little history, he's been dating um, a young lady for 13 years. Um, and it's a little bit more than dating, but I'm going to let you ask that question because that's something that you're always uh, tuning into. But they've been together for 13 years since high school, and he said he was 32, and um, he intends to marry her, and he's supposed to give the ring at the end of this year. So Terry okay. and I were just trying to understand why hasn't he done it already, and how is it that he's able to you know, get himself to a situation where he's not looking for anyone else and he's not falling in the old cliche like most of the guys that I've talked to out here. So that's that's where we were. Okay. I caught the butt end. You were talking about um, STDs and why risk it and the whole nine, and I get it. Um, I guess without not without being a part of the full conversation from the beginning, I just need to ask a quick question. Yeah. You said that you're going to propose, put a ring on it sometime soon? Yes. What have you been saying to her to keep her in the loop for 13 years? Because you wouldn't have wasted my time like that. Um, and, I'm, I, and, 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 and let me just give you a little history about me. I'm the mean one. I, I got the big mouth. <laughs> um, well, I'll put it like this. I, I guess, like you said, there's a, there's a lot of trial and error. So mm-hmm. I guess she just, I guess. Um, she's seen something good when you had it. It's kind of hard to come by. Uh, I didn't really say, okay, well, if you leave me, you're going to go out there and get treated badly. Uh, that doesn't have to really be said. That's that's being seen. And as I can see from, like you said, from the, the younger guys, and our train of thought, I really don't care. It's just, it's I want to get mine and that's it. 
So once I take care of you and I, or I pick the one I want and I get what I need to get, I'm out. There's a couple, there's another guy I met, this girl he was with, she was with him since she was in high school. She's never been with any other guy. And then that guy, he happened to pass away, and I found out that guy was cheating on her the whole time. And I'm like, well, what kind of guy are you to have this girl be with you for the longest, and you're still cheating? So regardless of what, you be with a good guy, he can cheat. You can leave the good guy, and he can still cheat. So That's true. I really, do, you, do you see I, the blessing in the fact that she stayed for 13 years? Because I, I think that's truly a blessing because yeah. I, my rule of thumb is, like, why waste somebody's time for so many years? Well, why would you but you're still young. You're young. You're very oh, okay, young. Okay. So I, I don't consider like the first seven years or whatever y'all had a relationship. But go ahead. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. If I was like in my forties, then yeah, she'd be like, okay, well, I think I'm wasting my time. But my question is, most of the guys I talk to, the marriage is you know sacred. But I just hear like the marriage is really for the women. It really. I mean, like, some guys, they probably want to be married, but I don't see it being as, like, a big deal. Like, we could just go down to the courthouse and get married and call it a date. Mm-hmm. But the women, they want the traditional wedding. They want the family there, you know, music and everything like that. It's not really a big deal to most of the guys our age and now. They really don't – it's not a big deal anymore. It's like we just get married. So you're, doing, you're doing it for her so that she can be happy because you could just go to the justice of the peace, bypass the whole ring thing, bypass the whole wedding and the wedding party and the, the big cake and the dancing, and you can just say, okay, now you're my girl, and nothing really changes. Because it's really between us. I was like, the family really didn't bring us together. Um, so it's really whatever we have is, yeah, it's just really just between me and you. So we can have our witnesses. You can have your mom and your brother, and I can have my mom and my mother. And then later on down the road, we can have, like, an ultimate gathering to celebrate what we did. But um, can, can I ask a question and and let me know if I'm being too forward? Can you do you mind sharing your age? My age? Oh, I'm 32. Oh, he's 32. Okay, okay. He's yeah. 32. So like I said, the first like seven or eight years of what you think you had, I don't, I don't call that a relationship because you're okay. still young. You were way too young to be committed back when you was 16, 17 years right. old, and then now that you're 30 something years old, now it's time to build on something. But I right. just think that. Um, in terms of what guys want and what women want when it comes to the relationship and the marriage, it varies mm-hmm. at different ages, at different times. And so by you saying that it doesn't even matter to you whether or not you have the big wedding, you can go to the justice of the peace, did you convey that message to her so that she no, knows that that's where you're fi- how you're feeling? I plan to do it the traditional way. My mom and dad did it, so I plan to do it that way. And it's not because it's for her. It's uh, a friend of ours who got married maybe like two years ago. They did it the same way. I'm just saying, I mean, like, as far as. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say the traditional way, if you have the money and the funds, it's a lot of fun having a big wedding and all the family around. That's a lot of fun. Okay. I've been to a couple. A lot of people, they were telling me, you like, you know, because today and age, like the jobs and the housing market, everybody's like, yo, don't spend too much money on the wedding. Try to save it towards putting it towards the house. So it's kind of like you're yeah, like a vice versa. See what I'm saying? Cause yeah, I mean that's a good point. I mean, if you if you don't have a lot of money and you had to choose, you should right. definitely make the priority your marriage and maybe building a home together as opposed to having a lavish wedding. But if you have both, I think what Leslie's saying is if you got money, it's it's definitely right. fun. I just started making some money, so I haven't known what it is to like enjoy much of it. <laughs> um, yeah. 
pretty much while I was growing up. I went to I graduated high school. I went to college for um like two or three years or whatever. And I found out what I really wanted to do is I wanted to go into um not journalism, but I wanted to oh, go into like uh, TV production, working behind the cameras, editing and stuff like that. But that money wasn't really paying, so I decided to go out and get a regular job. So I got a regular job, and it was like $10. I worked for one company for four years, but it was able to propel me to the job that I'm in now. So now I'm in a good position. I have a good job, and my mindset also is that I don't want to be with this company for the rest of my life. I want to be with them, but I don't want to like work for them full time. Take the money that I'm making now, save up, and invest it somewhere. I kind of wanted to purchase my own truck, my own truck, and build on that, and then work for this company part time. Because today, as I also been, as you can see, nobody's really loyal to anybody. You're just really like a number. So before a company tells me that I I'm no longer working, and all that money that I had I spent going on trips, I'm putting it down. I'm saving up, purchase a house. Um, the vehicles that I own, because I told her I had a couple toys. Um, my pick, the pickup I have is paid off. My toy car I have is paid off. So the only payment we really have is just her car. So if there's any- you are not you are not the normal guy that I talk to on a regular basis. I got to tell you this. I know we work together on some level, but um, most guys that I talk to are not as focused at such a young age. And I can only contribute that to what you were exposed to as uh, you were being raised. Is yeah. is what your father set before you and, and are you following in his footsteps is is, is that what I'm am I reading that right I'd say 80% is more of my mom because she's of Jamaican descent so pretty much what I've been taught is it pretty much comes with her because as I said back then he was always at work so when he had time you know he'd spend time with me I go out with him on the weekends we go to the movies he wasn't you know absent he was there but you know my mom she took off of work to do school work take a shower, she made my lunch every day, she drove me to school pretty much. Yeah, but the, 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 the things that you do within your relationship as a man, yeah. um, I don't know that a woman can teach a man how to be a man, you know? So something that your father put before you, how right. he treated his wife, your mother, has yeah. to lay heavy on the way that you operate within your relationship. Yes, I can say yeah, that has to do with it, yeah. But is there anything you would do going back to um, getting married? Because I heard you say that you're doing it, you would want to do the traditional way because that's what you know, that's how you were raised. But I'm going to go back to that question that I asked you. Did you have this discussion with your soon-to-be fiancé? Because I think a lot of times people do things out of tradition, out of what they know, but did okay. you have the discussion about how the two of y'all want to go into this marriage. How how does it look for the both of you in terms of how do you want to get married? Do you want to do the traditional wedding? Or is it more practical or feasible based on current budget to go to the justice of the peace and maybe do a nice dinner or reception? Like, Where's the discussion coming about in terms of what it looks like and then also, um, and this is something that we've asked previous guests, like what's the, the 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 work that you're putting into the relationship? Are you doing any type of premarital counseling or you know, I think that a lot of times people do things, like I said, just out of being creatures of habit and not having great discussions around what really should take place based on current events. 
Well, the, uh, the answer to the first one, not 100%. It may have come up maybe like once or twice. Um, so not really 100%. We haven't sat down and talked about the way we we're going to go about it. So that's a discussion, you, since you brought it up to me, that's a discussion that needs to be had like within the next month because we don't mm -hmm. have that much time left. As far as the second one, uh, I guess it just happens to be from just what I've seen, you know, my mother and father, a couple of other friends. Um, mm -hmm. But since, like you said, that one I really can't answer as much until we, I said, like, we've actually had the discussion. So, no, we haven't really had the discussion yet to, to take it to the next level of how we want to. I the counseling, no, we haven't had that either. Um, I'm just thinking, like like I said, since we've, we've only lived together for about two years. Mm -hmm. And I believe, I don't, I'm not sure if you could, you know, really find out a lot about a person, but I pretty much think you can. So we see our habits. I'm not, I guess counseling could aid, but I'm trying to figure out how much could it really aid, you know, telling us, okay, well, this is what you need to do. And, but like I said, I haven't gone on that path, so I'm not sure what advice they could offer me, but advice is always good advice. It's always good to listen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, living, living with somebody definitely will show a lot. And you've had two years of seeing exactly like you said, her habits and she's seeing your habits. Right. If there was something you could change about your relationship, what would it be? For the, that would change for the better. What would it be? I would say probably communication. Her communication is, I wouldn't blame it on the cell phone. Her communication is a little off, but it's not with just with me. It's kind of like with everybody. Like I could call her, like, all right, if she's leaving work at 5 and she's going to her other job, she may not convey that, okay, I made it to work which you don't have to, I'm not, you know, I'm not, you know, your guardian. But just so that I know that you're safe, that I know you made it there. You could just shoot a quick text. Or if she leaves work, she'll leave her, her phone on vibrate. And then if I call two, three times, oh, well, I got out of work late and my phone was on vibrate. It's almost like it's a nonchalant thing. So I would say the, the, the biggest thing is communication because anything can happen. I'm like, you can get taken out there and I would know because I know you get out of work at nine, but they may ask you to stay an hour or two hours later. So that gap that you don't that you usually don't communicate to me, I wouldn't know what's going on, and that's two hours lost. And I always tell them, I'm like, look, one of these days you're gonna get hemmed up, and you're gonna regret it, and I'm not gonna be able to help. So I'm like, that communication, you gotta open that barrier up. Does she come but, from the same stable um, family environment? Does she have parents like yours that have been married a long time? No, she comes from a single family home. And yeah. um, that if she was able to come on and be a guest, because I don't want to let out any info, I'd rather let her, you know, release some details. But she's come from a single family home. And just from me, how her mom is towards me, I feel like her mom has got some issues. And I don't pretty much deal with her mom too much because I feel like since we started dating, she's like, oh, it's just puppy love. All right, no problem. But then when it comes to us still being together, I still feel like she's like, yo, like, you took my daughter away from me when I was young, this, that, and third. Like, we went to prom, and prom lasts to, what, 2, 3 in the morning? She was calling her daughter by 11 o'clock, and prom got over at 12. Oh, bring my daughter home, da, 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 da. I was like, look, it's prom. So me being a gentleman, I'm nice. I say, look, you have a choice. You only live once. You can either go home or you can stay out tonight. What do you want? She's like, go home. So I took her home. When she turned yeah. 21... I told her, I'm like, nah, this ain't happening. I'm like, look, you tell that person over there, you're going out tonight, and that's it. 
I understand where she's coming from. You know, she's a female. She doesn't really know me too much. But at that point, she had already met my mother and my father. So you don't think that that's going to interfere within your marriage, the relationship that you have with her mother? Her mother is going to be her mother forever. You know, that seems... I told her I don't business. I was like, look, your mother and I have a relationship. She, she, she's like, her mother's like, she can't show, she doesn't know how to show love. So I'm not sure, you know, what that means. But if you can't show me no love and I'm, I'm taking care of your daughter. She has a nice place to live where, you know, we're contributing together. It's not just me paying everything. What does it take to get into your head that I'm good. If you don't believe it, then you go about your business. I not I don't want to check you. I'm dating your daughter, so you go about your business. I don't matter. But I tr- but how you know your, when we how does your um soon to be fiance react to the uh, the messiness I, of the relationship have, between her mother and you? I have to mind what I say because I know you already know me as I, I like to I like to let my words fly. So I have to be careful on what I say when I'm around her because you know it takes offense because it's her mother. But, um, you know, I got to, like, filter my mouth. But I'm like, at the same time, she needs to understand you're an adult now. I mean, how much does she really want, you know, at the end of the day, you're always going to be her daughter. And she's always going to be your mother. I would never tell you to pick me over your mom. But you still have to live That's your life. That's a tough situation. That is a tough situation. I would never put her in a situation where you pick. I was like, if you pick your mother, you go ahead and you pick your mother, then, you know, we got to move on. Unfortunately, we don't want that. We've been together for so long, so it kind of be hard. But if your mother is really what you what you want, then go stay with your mother, and y'all have a happy life. What advice would you give other guys that want a relationship but aren't sure how to go about securing what you appear to have as a beautiful thing, and and not just guys, girls, you know, because women I see nowadays in your age category. Everything is up for negotiation. Everything is on the table. There's no mystery. There's no surprise. And it's more like a business than it is a relationship. So what advice would you give people? I don't know. It's hard. I'm like, with Instagram and Facebook, it's like, like you said, it's like so much more exposure before you used to, like, anticipate what she has. But now I can go on Instagram and I can see what she's doing in the gym, what she's doing in the locker room. Um it's like you said, the times have changed. It's, it's kind of hard to give the advice, but I was just telling them, hey, if you find somebody who you like and, you know, eventually you grow to love them, uh, just do your best. Don't, you know, take it for granted because uh, you could be gone tomorrow and not promise that. So whatever you have, just cherish what you have. And if you're not, if you're not going to be in a committed relationship, try to let her know because what happens is these guys, they go out and they get with these girls and they're like, if you already let them know what it is up front, then it's cool. If she catches feelings, that's her bad. But if you string her along and, you know, you guys get into a relationship, oh, well, you didn't tell me and you said we were a couple or item, you need to, you know, honor that. Let them know up front so they don't catch feelings. But as most of my guy friends say, at the end of the day, they're going to catch feelings. But that's not on you because I told you what it was from the beginning. And if we agreed upon it, then so be it. But I would just say, yeah, try, to, try to talk more with you know, the the girl, try to find out a little bit more like what she's looking for. Well, you know what I noticed? Um, the last couple of weeks I've had conversation with young people and um, based on their current circumstances, my advice is always to any young person, know yourself, 
and make decisions based on that's what you want to do and not out of obligation and not out of um, fear of hurting somebody else. If it's the right thing and you're doing something based on you knowing yourself, the outcome is always going to be positive. I think a lot of people, a lot of young people especially, they don't communicate what they honestly and truly want, especially the men. So then now they're portraying something, giving a false signal to a person, and then when they're ready to move on, there was no great discussion that was had to say, like you said, honestly, like, I'm not in this for a relationship. I'm in this for this reason, that reason. I don't think that happens all the time because there's too many hurt feelings out there. And people are more interested in just getting over or getting away with something as opposed to really being honest with themselves and other people. I, I really believe that young people need to really search their hearts and and when they're making decisions, it's coming from a place of honesty because we, we I see it all too many times. Like I've, I've seen people get married because there was a baby involved, but that's not what they really wanted. So right. now you're in this marriage right. and miserable. Now you're miserable. I see people get into relationships, but they really, it wasn't because they wanted to be in a relationship. They just wanted sex. Say what it is. Yeah. So then that's that why. other person is informed, yeah. and at right. least they have a choice to make at some point. But I don't well, think we all, enough discussion is being had. Well, we always get that negative, uh, which I get. I don't think it will ever leave. We always have that hanging over our head that that's all guys want. I believe it, it goes both ways. I just feel like there's a time and place, and just women just want it when they want it, regardless of whatever. It it's gonna go down. It's a mutual thing. Um, but like you say, yes, yeah, it's, it's communication and honesty. You just gotta let them know like what you're looking for. I'm like, well, I wasn't really looking because uh, like I said, it was another friend of mine. He's he met a girl at the gym because um, she was in the bikes. She said they agreed. Like you know, they signed a contract. This is what it is. And eventually, after it went down, she catches feelings. So I'm like, well, that's kind of your bad. You weren't supposed to catch feelings. Girls are a lot, a lot more emotional than guys are, from what I've been told from you know older guys. Um, so <laughs> like you said, it's communication. But why? Is, if, if, but what's the purpose of engaging with someone if you don't want a relationship? Oh, it's it's what's not always. Right. Dang, let me see. It's not always. It's like. It's not a game, but it's just like, yo, I just seen this thing in the gym. Let me see if I can go. Let me see what's up. See? So, see? all right, I go, talk. Say that. I go talk to her. I see what's up. Hey, how you doing? We're friends. We may have an ulterior motive, but that may not be my goal right away. You might want to get to know the person, say hi, just enter. But when she gets to know you and we all hang out, then that leads to something else. But, yes, the initial goal is like, dang, da, da, da. I want to holler at her. I want to see if I can. That's the first initial goal. And so that's, that's, that's the initial thing with guys when they see a girl. It's like, let me see if I can hit that. That's the initial I'm feeling. And then they that's figure all... out what kind of person they are. Yes. It's kind of hard to say because I, I tell her this all the time. She's like, what is it with you with girls? I'm like, I don't know what it is. I was like, that's just how we built. Like, uh, all right, if she's next to me or we're walking and a female walks by, there's no way I'm going to turn around and break my neck to look at it. That's disrespect. If I'm out with my guys and we're all hanging out, yes. If she's in the clo- if she's in the clothing room and something walked by, yes, I may look. But you guys all know that it's just for some reason that's just how we're built. We're like built on the physical. So no, I the think first- women look too. I, I, I think right. we're all built like that. We look, 
But my, my question is not about whether you're looking or not. My question is about that initial thing that you talked about in the gym, you know, where you said she caught feelings. Why not just come right out and say, listen, I'm just looking to hit it. You know, nothing's no, going to happen. Are you they down? Agree. They agreed on that. She's like, hey, uh, he's like, I, he's like, I'm not looking for a relationship. She said the same thing. But that's what I'm saying. The women, for some reason, you guys, if he's good or not, the emotions get brought in somewhere. And it's like, you, we agreed that we weren't going to make a relationship. So if you caught feelings, I apologize. But that's it. So you got to decide now what you want. Now, if she's going to keep letting me have fun, I'm not, we're not going to turn it down. But it's going to be worse for her because she's going to assume something, but we're not going to turn it down. I told you up front this is what it was. So until you say no, then, you know, we're just going to keep having fun with it. Mm. I, I don't like to say it like that, but it, from a guy's perspective, that's Listen, it. it's real talk. That's what women need to know. Women need to hear. Women need to understand. Okay? We talk. have the control of the situation. If it was told oh. to you in the beginning that that's what it is, don't think because he's coming over and keep coming around that he's changed his mind. If he told you that, hasn't verbalized that he's changed his mind, then it is what it is from the very beginning. And like you said, it's our bad for catching feelings. But sometimes you might get lucky. It depends on the guy. The guy might be so, he might fall in love. So it's fit. So you can turn something good out of that. Like, you know, some people say they went to the, the club. I wouldn't really recommend for a guy and a girl to meet. But, you know, sometimes you can get a good turn out of that. Um, so I suggest to all young ladies out there and men, whoever finds themselves on the side of catching feelings and not shoot. sure where, where <laughs> people are going with it, don't, ing- don't indulge. Don't engage. You can't handle it. Don't do it. Yeah. If you can't handle Some it, that's true. Some people are gamblers, though, Leslie. Some people are gamblers, and they're willing to take the gamble. They're like, okay, I'm going to roll the dice. You know, I know my feelings may get hurt, but maybe this guy might be worth it. I see so many other things that I'm going to roll the dice and see. He might change. He might actually fall for me. All right. Here's another quick, quick, a quick good one. My girlfriend had a friend. I'll be honest. What she has a, she's got a a little hump on her back. So that's, I I told her that beginning. I was like, that's what really attracted me to you. I was like, I just like girls who have booties. And I was like, if you don't have one, I really can't date you. So. I'm being honest. So she had one, and I was like, that's Thank what you for your honesty. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what attracted me. So we met, and then I'm like, hey, what's up, what's up? So she's had other boyfriends, and of course, you know, like you always said, there's only one thing on her mind. So one of her friends was in her ear, oh, you know, don't mess with him, da-da-da-da, he's going to do this and leave you. And what ended up happening, we ended up linking together, and we're still together to this day. So I was like, so you need to stop listening to your friends who's always in your ear who don't have nobody. Sometimes you could turn out something good, and it may turn out bad. And I asked her, so what do you have to say now? Oh, well, you know, I didn't really doubt you. She's just like, I just didn't really, you know, have time because I had just got out of a relationship with another guy. So, but my friend was just trying to tell me, you know. You're over 12. Huh? You're over 12 when you hooked up. <laughs> now, now, you're making fun, now you're making fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was, uh, what was I? I was a I met her junior year, but then we didn't get uh we didn't become official. Until okay, you were fifteen. Yeah, that doesn't count. Nothing counts until twenty one and over. Okay, that other right. stuff is puppy love. Twenty one right. and over, we can start adding some 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 counting here. We can start counting. Okay. All right, so that was just play play. But I mean, in high school, you know, everybody's just like, all right, I just want to get this one, this one, this one, this one. That I was I, I didn't come up that way because I don't have brothers, 
I only have I have two older sisters, so I'm always getting the positive side, you know, treated with respect. Is that I wasn't getting, yo, man, this, 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 and third. So that's kind of also, like you said when, when we were talking earlier, it's kind of like the upbringing. I didn't see five or six guys coming out of the house with my mom, you know, because they were together. My sisters, they weren't, they picked who they specifically wanted. They weren't dating, like, the whole school team or football team or anything like that. So, so your friends that you're hanging out with now are um, single guys? And no, uh, the guy, the one guy I was going to bring today, his name is Richie. He has a oh, girlfriend. You can tell his name, but you can't tell us your name, huh? Yeah. I said that's his, that's his alias. His, his alias is Richie. Um, okay, so we're, what can we call you as an alias instead of friend? Okay, you can call me Leon. Okay, Leon. Leon. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so he's been with his girlfriend for, and he's told me, you know, she's a mechanic. She has a job, and she likes to get her hands dirty and greasy, which is what he does as a profession. He's a mechanic. So they kind of mesh well, and he's already told me. He's like, yo, man, this is just, this is it. There's a little, you know, age barrier. So he's like, he's going to let her live her life a little bit, and then he'll go ahead and, you know, eventually. Wait a minute. She's younger or she's older? What do you mean barrier? What's the barrier? She's she's, she's younger. How much younger? Is it is it legally younger? <laughs> yeah, it's legal. Yeah, it's legal. I think he's, um, he's, what is he? He's 28, I think, and she's like 24. 12. 20. No, she's not 12. Stop it, Leslie. <laughs> she's 24. That would actually be statutory. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I think she's like 24, 25. Yeah, so it's not a big age difference, but she, she's, I told him she still has to live her life because she's young. You can't tell her she can't go out. You can't tell her she can't get a tattoo, you know, because when you get that age, when she gets older, she's going to be like, well, I feel like I missed out on my life because I was with you. I was like, you have to let her live her life, but, you know, of course, within the limits, you know. She can go out to the club, you know, experience it. She can drink or whatever. But, um, yeah, he's committed. My other homeboy, his name is Lance. That's his alias. Um, so so, so we have all these alias. So maybe one yeah. time we'll get all of you, you guys together and your girls together and have one conversation because one side of the story is always interesting. It's nice to hear the other side of the story and then put the two together. And right. see what's he's going like, on. He's a little private, but you know that's my board. But yeah, I guess he, he um he's been with his girlfriend for a while, and we're all pretty much committed. There's nobody that's pretty much in my close circle that's out there playing the role. There's a guy of a friend of mine who we know, which this guy was like hit the lottery. This guy really doesn't have a job, and like his girlfriend, she was an accountant, and she made like over a hundred grand. So. And he didn't commit and anything like that. So I guess after a couple of years, she finally got the the words up and she decided to um, uh, leave. But he actually. So wait a minute. You said hit the lottery. You didn't mean literally. The woman was the lottery. Is that what you're saying? Right. That's what I mean. Like he literally like hit the lottery. Like he didn't have to work. He didn't have to do anything. She paid for everything. And I was like, that is the bomb. You hit the lottery. Why would you lose that? Anybody who hits the lottery would never give it up. You're not gonna give up the winning ticket. But, oh, so, so you'd be okay with being a kept man, huh? No, I still, just from how I was brought up, I would probably work maybe part-time. I wouldn't work full-time, but I would work part-time. Because, I mean, I don't see why. So that, I, sounds I, like, that sounds like you'd be okay being a kept man. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why I should kill myself, you know. Uh-uh. 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 Let me stop Even you, Leon. Part- let me stop you. Leon, let me stop you. Don't, <laughs> say nothing. don't put nothing out there. This can't put back in your mouth. 
right, go ahead. You do not want to commit to being anybody's kept anything. Okay. If you're independent. Okay. And then when you get to that place where you have a decision to make, then say what you would do. But for right now, don't put it out there. Because then you're going to have to shove those words back. I'm kind of full. Can't take it back. Yeah, you're right. All right, so Tracy is going to rewind the last 15 seconds of the tape so that never came out of your mouth. <laughs> okay, thanks. Make sure, you, we'll make sure you edit that. that part out. Make sure you edit that part out. <laughs> we'll do our very best, okay, Leon? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what advice do you give young women, women around your age that, you know, are ready to settle down, you know? They are ready to get in a serious relationship, find a husband, and, you know, start having a family. What advice do you give women that, you know, these are professional women, intelligent, smart. What advice do you give them? I would say the same thing. Like, like she said from the beginning, it's uh, it's all about communication. You know, she lets you guys sit down and talk. You find out what she wants out of the relationship, what you want, and then you guys can see if you can agree, come to an agreement. Because there's another guy who I know he's married, and he gives his he gives his wife whatever she wants. But they don't have any kids, but he's like, if she wants kids, he'll give it to her. And I'm like, I don't operate that way. You can't tell me if she wants it, you're going to give it to her. It, needs, it should be, you know, something you guys decide together. Like, well, okay, I want it. Maybe not right now. So communication. All right, so let me ask you this. You're, I'm the girl. I'm the, I'm the 32-year-old girl. And I'm looking for a husband. But, you know, I dress a certain way. You know, my breasts are exposed all the time. I had a little poom poom shorts on, so you could see my hiney coming out of my shorts all the time. Is that going to deter a decent guy? I mean, a guy's looking or checking for women and saying, no, she's not a good girl because of the way she dresses. She needs to be more conservative. Um, sex on the first date, is that an automatic no, she can never be my wife? Are those some of the things that you guys talk about? Yes. I, to me, uh, there's another guy who I usually hang out with, hang out all the time. Simple. Is the is like one of the most attractive things. I mean, I don't. We don't mind to see when the pum pum shorts is on and everything is riding. Okay, we love all. We always love to see that. But that's not somebody I think yeah would make my wife because I don't want you exposing that to everybody else. I would like something you know to be covered up. You know, so it's just for me. You expose it to everybody else, they can all see it. So yeah, that's not something I'm gonna bring home or to my mom because you know you like to wear batiradas or you know breast is always out. If you want to wear it in the house, no problem. But out in the street, you know, we have a, a problem with that. So simple is like the best look. You know, like she has some regular jeans on. She have her hair done. And I don't like all that all that weave and makeup and eyelash. I don't mind a little bit of makeup. But when you got it on so thick, it looks like clay. That's kind of bad. And then the eyelashes, the fake fingernails. Because it's like when we get home to hang out, you just took off your whole costume. And I'm like, well, who am I really talking to? So but what if, she what if she looks good with the makeup and the costume on, and she looks good underneath all of that? That's, that's good, but I told, no, I told my girl she rarely wears makeup, but I'm like, you look fine the way you are. Like, the best way for, like they say, guys to figure out is, like, just to see how she looks in the morning when she wakes up. But know, know this, because you are still young and she's young, and she's going to go through a lot of metamorphosis over the next years or so and she may want to dabble in different things she may want to you know 
throw on the eyelashes. She may want to dress a certain way. Are you going to support the changes? Because we're not going to stay the same in relationships. We, if, if, you're, if you're with somebody who is, is is thinking and who's evolving, they're going to change. So are you going to be able to go with the change, or are you going to be mad because today she is plain and ordinary and tomorrow she came out a pack? No, she's done it like she's had her hair. Uh, she used to have her hair. Well, she used to go. She used to go to the the hairdresser and always have her hair um, perm. She stopped perming her hair. She cut her hair. So she's like, "You think I should cut it?" I said, "It's your head. If you want to cut it, go ahead. I can't stop you. It's your head. Why not?" Yeah. So she cut it. I didn't like it at first, but eventually I grew to like it. I was like, "Damn, you actually look kind of G with the haircut." So she grew it but out. It's not really about the hair. It's really about her. You like her. So no matter what she presents, within reason, obviously, you're going to grow to like it. It just takes time to get used to because that's, that's the true. core of it all. It's really about but her and the person who she is. Her hair was black, and she, you know, dyed it a little bit red. And then she dyed, I guess, blonde. So I was like, listen, don't be dyeing your hair blonde, you know, to make yourself look different. So she dyed it blonde, and I didn't like it at first, but, you know, I guess I kind of – not like not like the bright blonde. It's almost like, like a golden brown, and I kind of <laughs> grew to like it. But she, there's the change, as she's saying. So it's not like, yo, look, man, I can't talk to you no more. you dye in your hair. Um, when it comes to clothes, like I said, she little, she got a little booty on her, so pretty much anything she was going to be tight. So in the beginning, I was like, yo, man, that's too tight. Take it off. What's the problem? I can't ever wear anything. I said, so eventually, he says, over the years, Wear whatever you feel is comfortable. That so what are you going to do when the baby weight gain comes? I might be vexed. I told her, I said, yo, man, listen, I don't want to see no belly when that baby comes. I was like, you see them girls on IG? <laughs> oh. Them girls on IG, they have kids, and as soon as they get rid of that baby, they're right back in the gym. I was like, you don't have to be like that, but, you know, you can get your figure back. Like, I, like me, myself, she's like, oh, I like you the way you are. Every girl says that, but I'm like, yo, I've been slim all my life, so I decided to put a little bit of size on so I'm like, yo, you working out, me working out, and if I had a little stomach, I wouldn't want you to come home to that. You still love me, but... So it's not time. until death do us part. It's until the stomach gets you get a fat belly? That I get a fat belly when her, st- her stomach always has to remain flat, and yeah. And she signed up for this? No, nah, man, that's just, me being an, that's just me being an ass. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, I, already, so, I, I, I expected I'm to put on some What did you I'm say, Leslie? No, I said I'm glad he's joking around because you don't know what's going to happen in the years to come. But, she might start liking Haagen-Dazs ice cream more than she likes the gym. <laughs> yeah, and she might want to eat it by the half gallons at a time. <laughs> Ooh, that's crazy. So that's that's a deal breaker. Is that a deal breaker? Gaining weight? That's a deal breaker. No, no. She's like we've always been like the fit type. So for me to see her go to like from like one something to two hundred fifty something, gotta be wrong. I'm like, it's either your body physically won't let you lose it, or you just don't want to, you know, be active. But we're active people. I ran. I've always ridden a bicycle. Um, I'm always in the gym now. She comes to the gym when she can. We go together. But she likes to be active. Like, she ran track when she was in high school. So, I mean, unless something prevented her. But it's not me. She, as a person, already wouldn't allow herself to get that big. Or okay, get on that. Well, you know baby that. Fat, baby fat is, that's, that's, you know, you can't, that's life. I you just know. want you to be prepared that okay. some of us have children that are 27 and 
29, and oh. we still have a little bit of the baby fat, okay? That's, that's so prepare fine. yourself for that, that it doesn't yeah. always snap back. <laughs> I Does her mother have snapbacks? Um, I'll be honest, her she and her mother have completely different frames. Like mm-hmm. she has like she has like like how do you say it? She has like the workout the typical workout girl frame. Like she has a booty in the back. Like tra- all right, them track stars, the girls that you see that run track, she has a body like that pretty much. How you know all her right, mama so what was her head? mother like at her age? I don't know. I've never seen any pictures. Her mama hmm. used to be a track star. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but her mom, her and her mom are completely different. Like her mom, like she's like more red, light skin, and her mom's a little bit darker, like my complexion. Yeah, but and we're talking about body. And now she's huh? like talking down. Yeah. We're talking about body shape. Yeah, the mom used to work out, but now she fell into Hagen Dazs and the greatness. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is prepare yourself for anything. If you love her, you love her, whether she's 100 pounds or she's 150 pounds. But I understand if you know that she's active, then you're moving on the right direction. So I want to get back to what advice you would give women. So you would tell them to keep it simple. And what yeah. else would you tell them? As far as the dressing is concerned, be a little bit more conservative. And what yeah. else? That's about it. Yeah, just a little bit conservative. Keep it simple. And converse, convo is also good. I mean, some girls, you hear them talk today, be like, yo, what's up? What your name is? I mean, I understand that's, you know, maybe where you grew up, but that's how you like to talk. But some guys, I like to have, like, an intellectual conversation. My mom told me growing up, no woman wants a dummy guy. And I believe it's the same thing for the guys. No guy wants a girl who doesn't talk like today. You have to want to watch the news, you know, know what's going on in the world, you know, and politics and everything like that. If we can't discuss those things, then we have a serious problem. You got to, like, be up to date. Like, you don't have sense. Have some senses. Okay. Very informative. Uh, What's your name again? Leon, right? (laughs) Leon. That's correct, Tracy. Leon. (laughs) Well, Leon, I just want to thank you for taking the time out and coming and chit-chatting with us and just sharing a little insight on what goes on in, in your life and how you've managed to um, find the one that you intend to place a ring on her finger at the end of this year. And um, it was enlightening. I enjoyed the conversation. I really appreciate it. Thank you again. I, your friend, she uh, she's pretty good. I, I like the one. The one who's, uh, she likes to get direct. Oh, the mean girl, <laughs> Leslie? Yeah, Leslie's yeah, good. Leslie's a lot of fun. That is- is that her alias or is that her real name? No, we all go by our real names. There's no shame to our game. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Yes, I'm too yes. old to have an alias. Nobody cares. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, just in case. All right, buddy. Leon, take it easy. All right. What? Thank you. No, I'll send Ari. Yeah, I appreciate it. All right, thanks. All right, bye bye. Bye bye. Thank you. This is Love Talk. Love Talk for Everyday People.